Thank you to Ace Studios, a multimedia marketing and design agency, for sponsoring this podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Opening Nights. My name is Alex. My name is Sean. My name is Kevin. And welcome to our second episode of our Detective Pikachu review. So I'm going to say now it is going to contain spoilers. So until this comes out, uh, just be very mindful of that. So we should start with how was our experience going into the movie? Uh, So you and me, we went and saw it together. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kevin saw it at a different time. I believe we went to date before you. So our experience going into the movie was we both enjoy Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, We both play Pokemon Go in our spare time. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so going into the movie, we had, uh, our ex- expectations were, were fairly high. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cause like when, when I was going into it, I was like, when I saw the trailers, when I watched the trailers for the movie, I was like, yes, this is going to be really good. Mm-hmm. Like you can tell because I was like, wow, the character models only in the trailer alone were really good. Like you could tell oh, yeah. that was nuts. And then going toward the movie theater, mm-hmm. like, we had people blowing up on Discord, like, hey, we gotta go watch the Pokemon movie, we gotta go, we gotta go, uh, and I was like... I-, I saw it all over Twitter. It was ridiculous how many people were looking forward to seeing this movie. Oh, I mean, yeah. I was, too. But uh, it was just really cool to see how many people were excited about this. Yeah, like, if you think about it, this movie was so over... was not overhyped, but was so hyped anyone even a pokemon lover or not they were like yes i want to mm-hmm. see this i remember when i was a kid i really wanted to have that experience of like wow i want to see like these characters come to life mm-hmm. and i'm and i'm actually really glad that they didn't go with the storyline of ash and oh, misty yeah, and brock that was that was what i was really hoping that what i found really interesting is that uh, detective pikachu is actually a game not very good going into this detective pikachu it was built off something that was already kind of mediocre Mm -hmm. so really the film directors could go wherever they want okay yeah that's absolutely true when we were going to the movie theater they were passing out specific (laughs) actual like pokemon cards for real life pokemon yeah yeah, yeah. and my favorite part was that my friends work at the movie theater i was just like give me more give me more packs like there's only like two cards in each (laughs) pack you need to give me more we 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 each got like 10 packs oh yeah the amount of how many pikachus i had in each deck and tell how many i got really wanted a different Pokemon because I did not, I wanted my Snubble back. <laughs> yeah, we ended up not getting any of the GX cards. So uh, I, I really wanted one, but it, it just didn't work out. What I, about you, Kevin? How was your experience going into the movie? Um, I saw it after work to one of the movie theaters that were close to my place. So I have a couple of buddies. The movie theater I was at is not very big in the sense that nobody goes there just because mm-hmm. it's always under construction. So it made it the perfect spot to go watch the movie opening week. It was half full. A lot of people were actually there. I did think it was super funny when we were watching on the trailers for the movie. People were cringing at some other movies uh-huh. um, leading up to the um, oh. Detective Pikachu movie. I think you all know what trailer we're oh, talking dear about. Lord. It, it was just oh, so no. funny. I was, like busting out laughing. I, you you good. all were. <laughs> I literally started cringing. As soon as I saw the non-existent ass of that blue hedgehog, I was like, no, please uh, not. I want to cry. Yeah. No. <laughs> It was next generation, next level. But I think it was a good choice for um, the Pokemon company or Nintendo in general to pick Detective Pikachu. One, because it's a property that everybody recognizes Pokemon, you know, Mm -hmm. who doesn't know what Pokemon is. Absolutely. Right. And Detective Pikachu, a very niche game that loosely connects to the main games, if just by the Pokemon themselves. Mm -hmm. So they had a creative freedom going in, knowing that we can tweak this and kind of mess around with it and kind of make it more marketable. And I Mm -hmm. think the Pokemon company was okay with that because they knew 
Pikachu property. They wanted that one specifically. They're the ones who came up with the idea and uh, let yeah. the studios hey, free do whatever you want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So before the movie even went into production, when they were doing casting, they were saying that they wanted Danny DeVito as Detective mm. Pikachu. Yeah, a lot um, of fans What did you think that. about that? So when you first heard that he could potentially be Detective Pikachu, I I don't think that it would have been a bad. I think that I'm just so used to Ryan Reynolds just being Ryan Reynolds. Having the thought that Deadpool be Pikachu, I was more set on that than Danny DeVito. I mean, have I, you ever seen him act recently? Uh, no, I've seen him act and he's hilarious. I love him, but I just I feel like I really just wanted Ryan Reynolds just because like I love the way he sounds and I just love that he's almost in everything now. Yeah, I would have loved chubby little guy talking like a little fat Pikachu, grumping and groaning. Oh, it's like I don't I don't know if I want like a deep voice. <laughs> so I wanted him to have a deep voice because that would have subverted expectations because that's the last thing you would have expected. Right, right, oh, right. definitely. Uh, so when the Detective Pikachu actual game was being uh, dubbed, a lot of fans wanted Danny DeVito. Yeah. <laughs> they just kind of carried over with the movie too. Mm-hmm. So I got to see all that and wonder, it was really funny. I wonder why he didn't. Was it just because like Ryan Reynolds got a better deal or was it Probably. Just, yeah. Well, that's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a tough thing. Yeah, it just, it really comes down to what the uh, directors wanted. The vision. Yeah. I think their vision was, we want a cussing Pikachu and we want really good bloopers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, probably. So, I I, I think the marketing for the movie was really solid. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, Oh, absolutely. Ryan Reynolds, whenever he goes into a property, he's very, very good about marketing. He's he's super smart when it comes to that type of stuff. He's the one I've seen use social media most Mm -hmm. um, effectively. Um, The only one that comes to mind that even comes close would be The Rock. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love uh, my favorite marketing campaign from Ryan Reynolds for the Detective Pikachu movie was him pretending to be a method actor and like saying that he did not have children. <laughs> He's like, as soon as I got the call, Pikachu doesn't have kids. Pikachu doesn't have a wife. He just straight up <laughs> dropped them. And like his real wife is like, he just left them at school. Mm-hmm. He <laughs> was just, on the way to pick him up from school. This better be a good movie. The way that he says things and the way that he markets things, like he marketed an entire gin commercial the weirdest things pray to the wine we pray to the gin at like 6 a.m gets ordained by a local pastor oh <laughs> god damn i love this guy yeah oh yeah it's him just being him See, that's how he was in set um way back in um, x-men origins if you've seen it behind the scenes uh-huh. that's how he won attack in the movie yeah but he, he was meant to be stern and stiff apparently they have some cut lines where he actually curses as pikachu oh thank mm-hmm. god so i don't know if you saw this a couple days before the movie came out mm-hmm. he posted on his twitter the full movie that was leaked oh and it God. was the Pikachu dancing <laughs> I at first I was like wait who the fuck leaked this first of all and then I watched it and I was like it's a dancing Pikachu so it was him he created a different YouTube channel um he posted like one minute of the movie oh my God. and then everything else was just dancing Pikachu honestly I'm not mad Shelly would rather have a gif of dancing Pikachu 80s format gym glorious yeah I have to review this soon and I have to watch this movie at like 9 45 hour beforehand watched it and i'm like oh my god i love this thank god (laughs) (laughs) see but it's stuff like that that gets you hyped and excited for the movie because that marketing is different and unique probably something that you wouldn't have seen coming honestly and the pokemon company was actually pretty good about marketing it as well oh yeah uh they put gave out uh pokemon cards and then we have an event in pokemon go that lets you get detective pikachu i only have one so far i I haven't gotten any because it's not shiny Oh, <laughs> yeah, you're still jealous about my shiny A-palm. Oh, totally. <laughs> but you guys going into the movie, um, 
how did you feel? Was it engaging? Were you entertained? Was it slow at some parts? How did you feel? First of all, when we were in the movie theater, it was loud. <laughs> were there a bunch it of kids? It was loud. No. So, like, when they started playing, uh, like, just advertisements before the movie oh, came gotcha. on. Oh, gotcha. The audio was really high. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I we was were like, like, oh, my God. It was like, yeah, a dog's purpose is so epic right now. It's, blow- <laughs> it's blowing my eardrums. Mm-hmm. Like, but, no, how I felt during, like, the movie, um, when it was first started, I was like, as soon as I heard those, like, iconic, like, oh, I was so ready. Yeah, how I felt, I was 100% ready. Yeah. How did you guys feel? Uh, I was really excited. So as like you said, as soon as I heard the Pokeball click, oh my God, here we go. Really enjoyed like the intro scene where they were like trying to get him a Pokemon partner. Oh my God. Oh my God. See the Cubone. <laughs> it was hilarious. It, it was one, it was just really funny and it was a nice way to open up a movie like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I, I thought that in the beginning when his friend was trying to help him find a Cubone and you could obviously tell that this Cubone is very lonely and sad all the time just absolutely depressed and you can tell that his friend you guys are meant for each other (laughs) (laughs) really get help to give the characters some exposition yeah it was a it was a good beginning for him yeah looking back on it now i just realized cubone's mother is dead and we find out later that his mother also died oh god so his friend was like oh (laughs) god jesus oh god the pokedex entries are so depressing and they really are how would how did you feel kevin um i liked it my theater was super quiet um we were all just engaged in the movie mm-hmm. um my first impressions of it was like hey there's dupinder from deadpool oh. that was the first thing that came to mind when i saw when oh. i saw his like pokemon partner when he was trying to like help him catch that pokemon that's funny i actually did not notice that that he like i was like oh c- cool a funny dude i was <laughs> like yeah i know him i don't remember what what it is though yeah he was a taxi driver in the first two deadpool movies oh, oh. yeah Mm-hmm. Did not notice that. No. I didn't notice that either. I, honestly, I just kind of thought of him as just like his own character. I was like, oh yeah, that's great. I was like, did not notice the reference at all. No, so <laughs> he's actually going to come up with, with a comedy movie with Dave Bautista who does Drax. Ooh. It's a buddy cop comedy movie where he's an Uber driver and he's basically gets hijacked by Drax. I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I think okay. that was going to be super funny. Oh, but um, I haven't seen the Pokemon movie in theaters since Pokemon 2000. Guess what year that came out. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ni- 1979? Yeah, 1953. <laughs> well, we haven't had a lot of Pokemon movies in theater. Uh, what was it called? Pokemon. Pokemon, uh, I Choose You. I Choose You. That was the first one in years. Everything else had been like a seeing on TV movie. Right. Those type of movies, I won't pay money to go see. Because yeah. it'll just come out in their streaming service like a week later. I mean, oh, if yeah. you kind of think about it, when we watched the previous Pokemon movies, they had a story, but they weren't consistent stories. It's not something yeah. that could be marketed. Anybody who doesn't watch the series could watch or yeah. get or understand. Yeah, mm-hmm. like unless you've watched it for many years and then like you kind of know like in the show like when they've transitioned from different characters mm-hmm. and then when... Because it's weird, like when you watch the movies, there's always different characters. In the show, they've transitioned to like a different trainer or a different generation of Pokemon. And then when you watch the movies are like well shit yeah in the movies it's always ash um goes to some place gets into some shenanigans and there happens to be a legendary (sighs) oh yeah poor kids and now there's just like mysticals to help advertise exactly and i think i choose you when the direction since it introduced different characters from what was going on the actual anime Mm -hmm. it made it more advertisable because they was starting everybody off with different characters Yeah. yeah how invested do you think you were in the movie watching it yeah um i have a personal bias towards pokemon i love it a lot oh yeah i played all the games and things like that so i had this weird feeling 
I was trying to critique it and I was trying to like um trying to analyze it, but then I would just revert back to like a little kid and be like, oh my god, I I'm love watching it. this little, I'm watching this as a kid again, uh, watching like Charizard and Pikachu in real life, oh yeah, watching Bulbasaur's just walk around. It's, I was just so cute doing the exact same yep, thing. Yeah, absolutely. So for me, I actually have Pokemon tattoos, so Pokemon is a pretty big part of my life. I definitely have a personal bias for Pokemon mm -hmm. because Pokemon has meant a lot. So getting to see all the Pokemon, I was sitting with Alex. Hey, look, it's that Pokemon. Oh, oh my God. Hey, uh, that he Pokemon. Was, he was doing that to me literally throughout the entire movie. Which is like every five seconds, I'm No, guessing. he's like, oh my God, Snobble. It's <laughs> a Poopalot. <laughs> and then it's like, homes are scary. Yes, I know, Sean. I'm oh, you were terrified of- Okay, first of all, the Apoms, these little version of gremlins, it was horrifying. Black eyes, they literally try to grab you oh, with their tail. Oh, that was so terrifying. 20 of them. There were. It felt like only in the beginning, there's only like 500 through the door. Uh-huh. It was horrifying going into the movie of like how invested I was. Yeah. I was extremely invested because I started playing Pokemon Go. I, when I was a kid, yes, I did get into like some of the games like Pokemon Diamond. That was the only one that I got into oh, because okay. when I was a kid, I wasn't really personally biased when I got into it because I was like, oh, you know, it's going to be like a bunch of cute little animals, blah, yeah. blah. But then like when you start watching it, like, wow, this is really good. Like yeah. from a story standpoint, I was like, okay, yeah, it's pretty good. The expertise that they put into the characters were amazing. Mm -hmm. That's what I love. What do you mean um, by that? Just the character models. Okay. I never realized how intricate had to make them look to make them feel like they can live in our world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, there was clearly effort and time put into studying how these Pokemon uh, look and how they would transition. Mm -hmm. Like they hired an artist who draws real life Pokemon. They used his art and concepts. As a reference? As yeah. a reference to making these models. So besides the Pokemon models, let's get to Bot. So we first get introduced to Tim, right? It's his name? Yeah. Tim. Yes, Tim. And we can obviously tell from the beginning yeah he's a little bit quirky he's uh he's like yeah i'm doing pretty well for myself you know i haven't i have an insurance job and like everyone else around him's like i want to i want to like travel the world and like be a pokemon trainer or, like be a pokemon master kind of like the modern youtuber thing like i want to be a i want to be a youtuber but like i want to be a pokemon trainer oh <laughs> yeah yeah um plot was like okay i, I do want to talk about the movie as a whole because there obviously I did love the movie but I cannot say that there weren't some issues with it like well, yeah I, I definitely agree with that um I do think his character arc was interesting it kind of reminded me of me when I was a kid mm -hmm. like I wanted to be a trainer too that would have been cool that would have been like awesome oh, yeah absolutely. but then then reality hits and you're like oh I guess I can't I'm this. an adult now I gotta pay taxes and gotta do work yeah I gotta like drive and pay Live. for gas yeah just, mm -hmm. I have to breathe so it's like <laughs> <laughs> the, the way people may interpret this movie is, is so broad because a kid might see it as some guy trying living his fantasy mm -hmm. and we see it as something where he gets to live it but also reality is gonna get in the way sometimes yeah. I did like that that complete opposite of like our childhood versus now because like they knew that this movie would cater to both like adults and kids exactly mm -hmm. so having that character which is basically us in a sense where we could not enjoy having everything that we hope for and but also at the same time him eventually getting that getting that like that opportunity yeah that opportunity to really be like okay i can do this i'm gonna stop being afraid mm -hmm. you know and um, throughout the movie we get to the point where he gets a call from the police department i know that wasn't like the very first scene i know that the first scene was like mewtwo it was like the third scene it was like the, yeah it was like Something the third like scene we can kind of brush over that yeah we get a phone call that yeah his dad 
might be dead. And then it, like, shows grief. It shows how much he really cared for him, basically. Yeah, even though how much he hated him for right, all yeah. the things that he did. Absolutely. It was in, It was kind of interesting. It was. I'm glad that they didn't explain everything, like, all at once. They were, yeah, he, like, something happened to him when he was a kid. Well, that would have been bad writing. I know. Oh, something happened to him even further to, to like, separate him from his dad. Then when he gets um, to his dad's apartment, he finds Detective Pikachu. Right. I actually liked that beginning scene. Oh, yeah. It was super funny. Oh, yeah. He's like, all right, I'm gonna, I know you can't understand me. Even if I cussed at you, you'd think I'd be cute, which so, I just love. <laughs> I like the scene where um, he was freaking out and mm-hmm. he grabbed the stapler. When I first saw it in the trailers, I thought it was a gun because he, like, clocked it, like, yeah. and I'm like, yo, there's a gun in the movie? <laughs> Pokemon gun confirmed! I was like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's just a stapler. Uh, got dock at some point. <laughs> oh, I, I knew I knew it was a stapler in the in the, in the actual trailer. Well, the way he out. grabbed it. I mean, one. you gotta be intimidating, though, especially when you have mm-hmm. an intruder in your house, even if it's a cute little rat, you yeah, know? Yeah, definitely. It's kind of like how I feel when I'm, like, when I have a spider in my house. I get I get a can of, I get a can of hairspray and a lighter, because mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm gonna burn this thing, and I don't want it near me. <laughs> right. Like, I'm exactly the same. I'm just a little bit more violent. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, just a, just a little. Just a little. Just, um. a, just a little bit. <laughs> my favorite scene, I would say, was like that when they were investigating uh, Mr. Mime and mm-hmm. how they were just having that interaction with each other. Almost every scene with them together were pretty much was in, organic. Yeah, in sync. Yeah, it felt nice. Yeah, even like that's the like that was the most interesting thing was how even though there's like literally nothing in front of you. Right, yeah, he's talking to nothing basically. Yeah, the actor was did such a great job, especially mm-hmm. like trying to like pretend that there is this cute little fluffy thing in front of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He it, was able to interact with the actual Pokemon really well. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like he's an actor or something. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. It's really interesting. Yeah. It's like he gets paid. It's like he gets paid to do that. I know, I know. right? <laughs> well, no, like, because, like, here's the thing. Like, sometimes actors, they don't know how to do that. Yeah. Especially with nothing there. Speaking of that, I hated the girl. What's um, her name? Uh, That's Lucy. how much Lucy. Is it Lucy? Lucy? That's how much I remember her name. She was terrible. Uh, she was bland. The, her first scene, I find the facts or whatever. That quick rhyme she was doing, I was like, "That's terrible." I oh like Jesus! This. Yeah, I, she was. Yeah. She just felt awkward in every scene she wasn't. For some reason, her as a character, literally she... halfway through the movie, she's just not even there. I don't know if you noticed that or not. No, I mean, I didn't really like. Like, here's the thing: there was a lot of the human characters, which we pointed out. Me and Sean yeah. was that. They were kind of like bland, just a little bit. But then yeah. when she they were there to move the plot forward. Yeah, but then yeah. when but then when she kind of intro- got introduced, she was like, "Oh, I'm like really like out there." But then also at the same time, I'm like not there. In fact, I-, I think Psyduck was a better character than her. Honestly, yes, yes, I have to say that. I'm sorry. I don't want to say anything bad to the actor. The, yeah, that, well, that, she was given like some type of material that yeah, she couldn't really I express. Yeah, I don't think it was the actor's no, fault. No, I don't think so either. I think it was just how her character how was written. How much range it reminded, she was given. It, it reminded me, if because you've played the Pokemon games, it reminded me of the rival character and the issues they've had. Because uh, yeah. they're just so friendly and they're like, it doesn't make sense for it, their characters and they don't sense. have any plot progression. It doesn't make sense in grow. real life for a person to act like an AI. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't 
doesn't make sense and I understand that they want to like give a little bit of homage to the games you don't need to have a character to character here I am yeah. here's your here's your thing you can't just do that I don't think yeah. they were doing that I think they just wanted to put it in for like a love interest I think that was their main goal yeah and something to move the plot forward really understand the love interest between uh, her and I'm glad they didn't continue with that or successfully it, it was just that. only successfully did it like at the end they're like hey let's go grab something to eat after yeah this. but they didn't kiss though no 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 because it's a kids movie right. yeah and kissing's gross kissing is super oh gross. yeah no cooties kissing. oh my god we're 20 oh, no. years old cooties we can't kiss okay. be careful guys yeah well, but i didn't like her she was she was super bland oh yeah um i think was the weakest part of the movie overall i didn't really understand her relationship with tim like after like, i didn't understand why tim liked her like I she was get it just either, kind of like honestly. mean to him she was a girl she was like what's funny is that like ditto was a girl throughout the movie that's true <laughs> but you didn't know that until the end i but know ditto was Sorry, actually we... genderless so <laughs> yeah characters wise there were a lot of them that had kind of an iffy thing for some reason trying to push the story forward but at the same time they were trying to like hone it down so you could see everything yeah and some characters were over the top some characters were balanced perfectly fine like the main character tim was fine yeah i liked the way that interacting with a lot of the characters you can tell like he was starting to slowly like actually get a progression throughout the movie yeah like, you could see his, uh, his confidence progression yeah. and how he was growing throughout the movie yeah and you can see that especially towards the end because he actually went through a character growth mm -hmm. uh and i felt like that was an issue with lucy she didn't have any growth as a character she kind of was just like hey, I'm going to give you um, explanation and then I'm going to be somewhere else for like a split second and yeah. then I'm going to sound like I'm super smart and I know everything and then but something happens to her. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I kind of don't care. I mean, I'm glad that you got us to like the facility that where Mewtwo was. Yeah, literally but... she said, I'm going to be there and then she wasn't there. <laughs> literally. Like she... It's like, like the movie forgot she existed for a second. I mean, yeah. I mean, characters have to go sometimes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I did... Well, okay, so when we talk about the plot, um, we got to talk about some certain things that I had... Gr I loved and I had a lot of issues with. Yeah. Um, specifically with the villain's motive and how and how things were supposed to go because there was a mix of okay um evolution is the most important thing in every pokemon and then and then every person should also evolve as well and i was like okay i kind of get it like guess that he was going to be the villain Mm -hmm. Like just added, I was like, yeah, it kind of makes sense. He's an yeah. old dude. He can't really do a lot. He wants and to do he more. Has a ditto. <laughs> yeah, and he has a creepy ass ditto. And then there was something even weirder about it, where like every time the like every time like we go further near the end, it's almost like motivations change. Like we were we were in the facility, we were seeing that there was a huge growth in in some type of Pokemon. Like they were experimenting on them to almost mimic evolution. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So they're gonna use destruction with Pokemon. So. What I found interesting about that is that they kept talking about Pokemon evolution, but like when we got to the uh, lab, none of the Pokemon, they were trying to make them evolve. They were just trying to power them up or make them bigger. Yeah. The only evolution we saw was Eevee into Flareon. That, yeah, that was literally the only evolution we saw. And then the weirdest thing was like by the end of it, when we find the huge twist that the guy that was trying to help us was actually the villain. Oh no! You know yeah. what I mean. He turns. He like literally turns into Mew. All right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I get like. It's such a weird thing. He wants everybody to be Pokemon because he thinks that's the next step. And... It's it's a weird plot. Yeah. Yeah, like 
I get the whole idea of evolution, but at least you could have like maybe put a human in there. It's weird in because the facility. He had yeah. he had all this technology to to transfer consciousness into other Pokemon. <laughs> he could have put that towards his cancer. Right. Yeah. You know. Right. If you can like transfer minds into a different body, why don't you just fix your own cancer? <laughs> right. I don't think he had cancer. He oh. had a. Degenerative, degenerative something disease. or fix that fix your legs basically plot yeah. disease yeah to just try to like get fix your legs get fix. them to work again get them to work again <laughs> okay well here's the thing he, if he wanted to really be the next evolution in pokemon he could have chose any pokemon he could have been ditto i mean if you think about it ditto is almost is the failed experiment of mew he yeah. can turn into anything you want i don't get why you didn't I, just I do your mew guess your that would have made sense right but i mean i understood mewtwo too because well, Mewtwo is supposed to be the most Pokemon. Mewtwo was the one who could um, apparently migrate everybody into a Pokemon. Right. That was the biggest thing. So mm -hmm. I think that's why he chose Mewtwo. Oh, that's right. Because so, Mewtwo had the ability. To I guess. You know, yeah. plot. Whatever. Whatever. Whatever works. But, but like, um, yeah, there was, a lot of, there was a lot of issues that I had with it. Like, okay, in the movie, yes, at some points it was very consistent, and then there were points where I was like, "Wait, why did they just move that way?" Like, so there was a there was a point in the scene in the movie. I don't know if you guys caught it, but basically, remember remember the scene. I have no idea what? Okay, whatever. <laughs> anyway, remember the scene where that the Bulbasaurs and the Venusaurs were like guiding Tim oh, to yeah, get yeah. to get Pikachu healed. Oh my god! And then for some reason, when they caught Mew, they just walk away in literally near the, next to the facility and i was just like how did they even get there yeah. why did why did the guy let them go like this is important information that you don't want to get out yeah why is this happening <laughs> and then like then like the plot i guess that they did that because they were like oh detective pikachu thinks that he's a bad guy and he betrayed his dad and stuff like that. I get it, but I was like, why didn't they just continue that scene in the in the actual scene itself instead of like making them backtrack? Yeah, so making them go all the way to toward like leaving the facility when they weren't even near the facility. Everything was destroyed because of those Pokemon. So yeah, like, speaking of those Pokemon, that was that was some weird continuity. Because, like, those Pokemon aren't that big in all honesty. They're just, like, very average-sized turtles, if not a little bit bigger. The uh -huh. Torteras. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think it was super weird that there were giant mountains. I, I was just... I didn't see that coming anywhere. Well, I guess it made sense because they were trying to have the growth enhancement, and they questioned it. Mm -hmm. They saw the normal-sized Torterra, and they were like, these are normal size. Why like, are they bigger? Yeah. Like, what, what makes them bigger? So, mm -hmm. when those giant Torterra, they were like, oh... That's why. So in the trailer where you see like the earth start to shatter, mm -hmm. a couple of my friends said, "Yo, what if they introduce like Groudon or like some other oh, legendary?" Oh, you know, that's the first thing cool. that came to my yeah. mind. I didn't even think it would have been a giant Torterra. Right. So everybody escaped that unscathed. You know, like earth like rumbling and shattering, and then Pikachu gets a little pebble. In his chest. Yeah. And he's like, I'm dying. I oh. just, I'm just. I gonna... didn't understand oh, it. I, I was just... like, did it really was, hurt him really that much? Did it really kill him? Like, I was like, holy crap. <laughs> I was like, oh I my mean, god. I mean, if game theory comes out with an episode like the velocity of that pebble of whether or not, like it actually hurt Pikachu. You know Pikachu. what? They probably will. Oh my god. Yes. There, there. Like that yes, was so dumb. There I was called a, BS. There was a lot of continuity errors within the movie, but at the same time, like they kind of made up for it for like the amount of effort and the love that they put into the movie. Yeah. And mm -hmm. even though that there was problems, it's like it's basically we've we've all we've always stated every movie has its flaws. Mm -hmm. But 
we also can love the movie for its flaws. Yeah. If it gives the audience what they want. And yeah. honestly, yeah, I, I'm okay with that. As long as it wasn't like, there is literally no way. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there has to be something that, like, where I'm going to be like, I'm going to go against my own words and I'm going to be like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But honestly, no. Like, we have to, we have to give props to the movie especially yeah. for everything that it's done well it did something no other pokemon movie's done in a while no video game movie is done. make yeah. a good movie yeah, yeah. yeah. No, not a good movie an okay movie so one that's not hot trash yeah yeah one that's at least i feel like i could go watch again i would still enjoy it exactly mm -hmm. um yeah. there's actually a couple good video game movies that i, I did a little bit more research into mm -hmm. um apparently the live action ace attorney is pretty good i don't even know what that is uh ace attorney <laughs> is this game it, it's for the objection oh that thing yeah yeah the meme all yeah. right. Okay. Not everything's a meme, Alex. In our <laughs> generation, yes. Meme. Even our own lives are a joke. <laughs> you know. All right. So why don't we talk about um, references, um, specifically the character models of like, okay, we we've loved the movies for for like a super for like a very long time, and obviously having an idea that is two D with action with no realization of whether or not they have textures well actually the newer games are in 3d but you so. know what i mean yeah i know what you mean like there's this is the interesting thing about just the media in general everybody has gotten it or impressioned it from a different way i don't know about you alex but you probably saw the show when you were a kid i did watch like some episodes when yeah I was a you, kid. you even said so yourself you play pokemon go you play diamond so everybody mm -hmm. has like had a taste of a media in some way in their life. At least some way. People have experienced Pokemon in some way. Exactly. Yes. Either through the TV show, the games, the movies, the, the TCG, cards. Yeah. things like that. So I, I, I honestly think that the directors of this movie had um, many references. Oh, yeah. Especially for decades. Especially because um, there were good there were good games, there were bad games, there were things that they should have done, should have not done. I mean, though, the people that they have collaborated with to make those characters not only had an idea based off of like maybe texture or like the way that they looked but they love this this franchise yeah mm -hmm. and the the reason why these the reason why this movie was different from all the other video game movies was because it had love they care, were paying respect love care and passion to to really like make an homage to their entire childhood yeah so Having um having a movie like this, especially um, showing how much you care for not only the community but as as a fan base and as and as people that we love, this is a great thing. Not only does it pay a great respect to the fans, we have also gotten the very first good video game movie that that changes a lot in the movie industry. Yeah, that changes the game absolutely. Yeah, this and gives them confidence. I, like, hey, we could make other Pokemon movies, or mm -hmm. we could actually and do like a main story Pokemon movie. Yeah. And understanding that uh, the uh, Nintendo owns a share of the Pokemon company, so mm -hmm. Game Freak can go and do whatever they want. Yeah, but uh, they have they have final say yeah, because yeah. they are shareholder in the actual like business. Like I think uh, Game Freak recently made a uh, game. It was like two to something the badass elephant and <laughs> it's on uh it's on more consoles than just nintendo all right okay uh so they only own a share but the pokemon company uh they 
always they they're the ones who license the Pokemon games. Right. Um. So I think it kind of gives us an idea because we have the Super Mario movie coming up. Oh God. Um. Mm-hmm. And even though it's made by Illumination, I think really it is. It is. Oh. Okay. I think it kind of gives us an idea of how future video game movies are going to. Work. Well, that's the thing though is that like um now that this contender has come out, they have no like no one really has an excuse anymore. Yeah. Because now that it has been. It's finally- gonna set the standard. Well, now it's finally done, we can finally get to that point of, wow, we can actually see really good content. Mm-hmm. And, like, and yes, there are going to be some ifs and buts always, but now that they have this going for them, they will probably continue. They, there's no way. They're gonna, there's going to be way more Pokemon movies now because of how successful it was. Well, it's too early to tell. You never know. They could make their own, like, mini, like, MCU, like, the way that they did and, like, actually, like, go all the way up to super smash brawl like you know what i mean like i would super smash brawl <laughs> <laughs> whatever it's a video game with a bunch of characters we love like honestly yeah. if we got to that point like that would like, be amazing like 10 that's years in the much. making that's like the end game of like video game movies oh yeah yeah dude i'd love it i totally buy i feel it. like I, nintendo could do it though honestly yeah especially with how many characters they own but they would have to get so many licensing for that. But let's see. Let's talk about what else would we like to talk about. Uh, so we actually forgot to talk about some how some of the Pokemon looked. Oh, okay. No, um, I think we, we addressed it a lot. We addressed it. But, but we didn't go talk into in a, it. Yeah, talk into detail about some of the Pokemon. Um, so I remember when... We Gengar were, looked weird. I was going to say that up front. Gengar looked really weird. Um, I didn't think he was going to look the way he did. Yeah, it was kind of weird. When we were going into the movie, uh, a lot of the trailers, we had seen Mr. Mime. And I remember a lot of people <laughs> saw Mr. Mime, and they were like, uh... Jesus! Yeah. Like, again, that's why, that's why like, the textures of, like, the Pokemon were, like, completely different, like, maybe the the Pokedex entries or whatever. They, they gave their own spin on it. I loved, um, I loved Trico. Trico lo- looked freaking cute. I oh, Trico tiny- was so cute. I loved how tiny he was. And then I loved Growlithe. I loved, like, how in every scene you can tell that there's, like, a Pokemon somewhere. And, like, God, my favorite Pokemon, I feel like, like, my absolute favorite in the in the movie. I can't tell if it was either Bulbasaur or if it was, um, or if it was Trico or Growlithe. Like, those are the only ones that, like, I'm like, I don't know, dude. I love so- them. <laughs> Anyone who knows me knows my favorite starter is actually Trico. Mm-hmm. And Sceptile is my second favorite Pokemon overall. Mm-hmm. Um, so seeing Sceptile, or not Sceptile, Trico in there was really cool. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I know that Pokemon and I love that Pokemon. Oh, so, and there was the pandas. Oh, oh my Pancham God. was super cute. Dear Lord, there, there were so many cute Pokemon. Like, you know what's funny is that Lucy, even though she said... Yeah, I, I made the blog on um and CNM top ten cutest Pokemon. Pokemon, and then it's like no, they're all cute. Okay? They're all cute, and it's okay. like yeah, that's the only right thing you said. Even <laughs> like Pokemon like Morlol, uh, looked really cute. Uh-huh. Uh Psyduck. Oh my God, God Psyduck was it. adorable. It was so cute. Honestly, I'm like I don't care if he has explosive headaches. I kind of want one. I kind of want one. Yeah. I might die, but I kind of want one. I kind of want one. <laughs> like what's funny, like. I'm kind of sad that they only made Detective Pikachu's at Build-A-Bear because yeah. I really want like an, my own Pokemon and just be like, I can build my own Pokemon. Right. Uh, so even though it referenced a lot of generations, mm-hmm. it still focused a lot on Generation 1. Yeah. Um, it Which had all fine. the starters from Gen 1. Uh, 
uh, its main villain was a Gen 1 Pokemon. Even though I love Mewtwo. Mm -hmm. Like, Mewtwo is one of my favorite Pokemon. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Charizard, Gengar. But there were still a lot of, like, Pokemon that were outside of Gen 1. Mm -hmm. And I appreciated that. But there's still a lot of focus on Gen 1. Well, yeah, Um, that's the most marketable one. So, I really liked uh, how they portrayed Loudred. Um, Loudred is a Gen 3 Pokemon. And it has, like, the... Oh, uh, that brings up a good point. Yeah. On how um, they do Pokemon hand-in-hand, basically. Yeah. Like, there was a scene where um, there was firefighters and squirrels, and they were, like, putting out a fire. Yeah. Or, like, what he said with Loudred, um, they were basically, like, the amps and the speakers. Yeah. In that DJ place. So, they're very connected one another. Like, yeah. they use them in day-to-day lives. That was the coolest thing, was actually, like, seeing how our world could actually interact with Pokemon in our lives, was knowing that they're not just pets. They're not just something that, oh, you know, I'll, like, give, I'll, like, give them a walk or something. No, they yeah. are, they are your companion. They the are rest, your partner. Yeah, for the rest of your life. And, yeah. like, they have such a huge impact on and you. And, like, everybody in Rhyme City had a partner. Yeah. And it was really cool. I really loved that. What I would love in what I would love if that was real life, I feel like our society would be so much better because if you had someone around you for the rest of your life, someone that you would have to take care of, like almost like they were your child, but they were more like your best friend, I feel like we would have better people. Like yeah, yeah there's obviously like Team Rocket. We would have yeah. we would have people like that because they don't view Pokemon or that people way. People who think evolution is the next step. For right. Um, <laughs> like yeah, like obviously that's not the best thing, but what I do love about it is um they really showed not only like through the character models, they showed the entire movie how much Pokemon can really impact your life. Yeah, and I remember we talked a lot about it after seeing the movie. Uh, can we talk about Ditto? Oh, dear Lord. Okay, yeah, <laughs> let's talk about it. Okay, okay. When we found out, and this was part of the twist, was that his son was not actually behind it all. And then when we found out that his son actually was, like, gagged bald in a closet, <laughs> Ditto was pretending to be him, and he had the creepiest eyes. Oh, my God. Yep. <laughs> it made sense for the Pokemon. I know, but it was so scary. I literally, I was, I was, like, when I was in the theater, I was like, ah! <laughs> I was just like... <laughs> I, when it turned into a Machamp, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then, like, not only that, but, like, when he turned into another human. Oh, and my then, God. And the head tilt and like smiling i'm like terrified it was like it was like i wanted to kick that thing away across the room i was like jesus christ i i I never imagined ditto would be so terrifying (laughs) i never imagined ditto would be like do you want do you want to become me and it's like no no i don't i'm okay and then like oh i do like that ditto made its own form as a person which was kind of cool. Yeah. I liked how, like, it had, like, the pink leather gloves, and then I liked how, like, there was, like, a little swirl in her hair. I liked that even though Ditto was a Pokemon, he still had an identity for himself or mm-hmm. for itself, whatever. Um, I, I guess that Ditto really wants to be a hot chick. Apparently. With some scary-ass eyes. Yeah. Jesus. I can't I can't get over those eyes, dude. Those like, eyes were terrifying. This, it like, reminded us oh, of Coraline. God. It was the fact that, like, it, it felt like it didn't have a soul... Oh, and, yeah. like, it felt like it, it wanted my soul. And it was just so scary. It was absolutely It was scary. awesome. I was like, oof, those It eyes. was awesome, but mm-hmm. it was, like, Reminds scary you of your at next the same girlfriend. time. <laughs> 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 Reminds you of the next love of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, no, overall, I mean, like, how did, how did we like it? Like, would you recommend this movie? Would you want to show this to your kids? Like, how do you feel about it? Uh, I, I would, uh, cause it's like, this is Pokemon. This is what I grew up with. Mm-hmm. And this, then you're going to be like, you're old. <laughs> it probably, yeah. um, this is what I grew up with and this is how they would look in real life. And you could have your own Pokemon partner. Imagine, like, you're, like, not, like 80 years old. It's like, back in my day when we had this. Back in my day, there was only 151 Pokemon. Like, yeah, Dad. <laughs> thanks. I really appreciate it. But you don't get it. It was a phenomenal movie. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you don't get it, kids. I kind of hope uh, the Detective Pikachu movies become a franchise. Because I'd like to see more Pokemon movies in this realistic style. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's a lot that can be built upon and improved. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Obviously, there were some issues with the movie. I still loved every moment of it, though. Yeah. It, like, even though they could improve on it, that's that's for them to decide whether or not, like, they'll do that. You know yeah. what I mean? So, I absolutely. Mean, yeah. And I think how it does in box office and how how successful it is overall will be part of determining. But there was one more thing we got to talk about. Oh, what's that? We got to talk about the other twist of figuring out Tim's dad. Oh, right, yeah. Right. How did you guys feel when you found out that Detective Pikachu was not only Ryan Reynolds, but basically a dad? Um, I, I was I, like, oh, they followed the game. Yeah. I actually predicted it. I haven't played the game. I I was watching it and I was like, "Is it Pikachu's his dad?" Yeah. I was like, <laughs> "All right." And then like, especially when they started like switching bodies, I was like, "Yeah, yeah that's what happened." Yeah, that's what happened. I just loved how they had the they had like the actual voice a- actor for Pikachu, and like you could tell when she's like really sad at like. The, at the car accident scene and it's like pika pika and then it's like oh, oh i felt so bad he was so sad i know and then like she like she was like i will give up my body for him to live wait did he die wasn't his like corpse there oh. like he actually died Shh, uh, i think because they transferred the soul over yeah but he died <laughs> shush his soul it doesn't was matter i was like wait to recover but he died deal. we have a happy ending be quiet that's basically no, we just wanted the happy ending that's what that's the it. i was just so confused during the movie i was like wait but didn't he die i, I was, I was gonna... low-key thinking the same thing but like they kind of transferred the body yeah. into Pikachu. Ryan Reynolds so is gonna I'm come out of that door and kick you in the face. the body like healed, and we know uh, Mewtwo was able to heal things. Oh, you that's basically you know what that's called shenanigans. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. You're trying to rationalize something that is just a fact. But it was a good movie. <laughs> it was a good. movie. He died. <laughs> that's all there was to it. There and was ra- continuity. Can you errors, imagine that? Like, but Ryan, it was a good can you movie. imagine if Ryan Reynolds just like came out of a fucking wall and just be like, shut the fuck up? It would be so <laughs> funny. It would have been so funny if a Mewtwo. Um, took the dead corpse of Ryan Reynolds and transferred it into Pikachu, and oh, then Jesus. Pikachu just dies. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what's funny is that, like, I really wish I was an animator because if I because if this movie came out and I watched it after, I'm like, okay, so when Mewtwo is going to tra- when Mewtwo is going to transfer Pikachu out of like out of like Tim's dad out of Pikachu's body, he's just going to just lie as a dead rotten corpse. I just want to see Pikachu <laughs> just like plop down to the ground. I'm like, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> Oh god, it was horrible. 
Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. But then it would be a kid's movie. <laughs> I, well, hey, here's the thing. We had Coraline as a kid's movie, and yeah. that traumatized me. But, Dear uh, Lord. That, that movie mm-hmm. is something else. Yeah. We'll so have to talk about it with this movie, would you, for the audience, would you recommend them to watch it in theaters? Should they rent it, wait for it to come watch on Redbox? It. In or theaters. wait yeah. for it to go out on streaming. Watch, Watch it, it in theaters. In theaters. Honestly, like if we had to recommend this movie, this is not a stream it. I would say if you really love the movie and you want to keep on watching it, but you can't keep you can't support it through a through a theater. I would suggest buy it. Yeah. Then you can enjoy it with your kids because yeah. it's a good kids movie. It's not the greatest movie of all time. Yeah. But it's a solid video game movie. And it's something that everybody can find at least some enjoyment in. Yeah. It's just fun. And I, yeah, and I honestly, I would just say, like, support it as long as you can, just like Endgame. Keep on supporting it because we want to beat Titanic. (laughs) 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 But, um, not Titanic, Avatar. But, um, other than that, I mean, yeah, honestly, I would, I kind of want to bring my little brother to watch it. Oh, yeah, me too. I want to bring my younger brothers to see it, too. Mm -hmm. They wanted me to take them. Yeah. And I was like, no. I was like, not today. (laughs) It's my day. It's my day. Today is my day. It's my childhood I need to relive, not yours. What about you, Kevin? Yeah, um, I actually saw it twice this weekend. I saw my little brother yesterday for Mother's Day because my mom wanted to go see it. And I was like, why not? Mm -hmm. We'll see it. So we all saw it again. Uh, my my, my um, impressions still stand. I would I still recommend to watch it watch it in theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, solid movie. Definitely watch it in theaters if you can. If you want your heart to melt to see every Pokemon that you've ever seen. Yeah, if you're a Pokemon fan, even a little bit, or even back in the day, it's definitely something you should watch. It's definitely a good movie. Well, honestly, I think that wraps up our second episode of our podcast. 